Tuesday Night Mystery Club. Hello and welcome to the Tuesday Night Mystery Club. I'm your host, Caitlin McCluskey, and normally on the podcast, I tell a mystery story to a guest and have them try and guess the solution. However, this week, because I've been taking a break over the holidays, I am doing a question and answer episode. So I I asked on Instagram, which is at Tuesday Night Mystery Club, if you'd like to follow along with uh, podcast updates and fun pictures. I asked on my story if anyone had questions about books I read, how I run the podcast, or anything like that. And the, the questions I got kind of are in book category, podcast category, and then a little bit of other. So I'm going to tackle them as such. Uh, so a question I saw actually a couple of times was, what is my favorite Christie novel? And I've, I've mentioned this on Instagram before, but this summer I read The Man in the Brown Suit, and I love that book. So it was one of Christie's kind of earlier days novels, and it's not using any of her uh, classic detectives, Hercule Poirot and Miss Marple or anyone like that, although Colonel Race does make an appearance. And what I really liked about the book was it was it was just a big adventure. This this girl travels from England to South Africa solving this mystery as she goes, and it was very impressive and fun to read. There was a little bit of a romance in it, which I think people have mixed opinions on what if they'd like to see romance in Christie novels, uh, but I I enjoyed it. So that is my favorite Christie. I got Christie book. My, I also got a question about my favorite non-Agatha Christie author, which kind of tied in with someone asking about my favorite contemporary mystery writer. And that one's tough because there's so many good authors out there. I've just recently started reading P.D. James, and I've only read her short stories. I haven't read any of her long, long books, real books <laughs> yet. Uh, she started writing in, I think, the 1960s, so she, I think she would count as contemporary. So I won't say her because I haven't read her books yet, but maybe Anthony Horowitz. I read one of his books, Magpie Murders, and I'm currently reading The Word is Murder, and I really like his style. He just, he knows what Agatha Christie is like, and he kind of plays on, not making fun of her style, but kind of to that degree. I also got a question about how many Christie books I have read. Good question. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've been reading, I started to read Agatha Christie books back in high school. My friend Charlotte gave me The Murder of Roger Ackroyd to read, and I've been hooked since then, which I don't remember the exact year. And I would, I would say maybe if there's 66 Christie novels, I've read maybe 40 to 50. I definitely have not read them all, but I've read a lot. I was also asked what book people should start with if they want to start reading a Christie. And I think that you should just start at the beginning. <laughs> they're, they're kind of, they're serialized in a sense. Like Hercule Poirot and Miss Marple age to some degree, but the way they're written, you can kind of pick them up at any point and you're not missing out on anything. Um, the 
Mysterious Affair at Styles, which is her first book with Hercule Poirot. I just, I, I think it's, it's one, it's really good book. It's in like the top 10 lists of most people. And Hercule Poirot is like kind of like the favorite detective and it's, it's just a great story. So why not start at the beginning? I also got a couple of questions about the type of equipment I use for recording this podcast, which is very topical because I actually got a new mic over for Christmas. So prior prior to this episode, I was just using uh, regular earbuds and the microphone on my computer, on my, on my laptop. So nothing fancy at all, <laughs> uh, uh, just the basic. And I was um, recording with Zencaster, which is a online, I think it's a well, it's free software, I guess, if you don't get any of the upgrades. And that allows me to talk to a guest and it records each of our audio separately to be edited. And then I edit in Audacity, which is, again, a free program. So just the basic, uh, nothing exciting yet. Well, I guess until now, I now have the Blue Yeti microphone, which I've been... I have been told is the kind of typical mic that people get um, or something along those lines. <laughs> and I just have headphones plugged in. I can hear myself back and I'm still using Zencaster and editing in Audacity. I guess um, if you're interested, I also host my podcast on Podbean. That I did do research in the summer, but I kind of forget why I made that decision. Uh, I have been asked who my next guest is, and I don't want to give away next week's episode because it's it's going to be a really fun one, but I will say I'm going to record with my dad soon, so that's that's on the horizon. Um, I was asked about the time it takes to prep for the podcast, what's the most difficult part, how long it takes to edit, kind of some of those types of questions. So kind of pre-podcast prepping for it, what it entail, I read the book, and then I take notes on it. And as I'm taking notes, I'm kind of reading the book again. I would say that's the most challenging part because reading the story, especially if I'm reading for the first time, is pretty enjoyable. I love mystery stories. I love trying to guess myself. Uh, I often get it wrong. <laughs> but actually having to sit down and then take notes and ensure that I include all of the necessary clues so I'm not leaving leaving out any of the details that you would need for it to be a true whodunit. That is difficult to stay focused on I would say. Then kind of post-podcast in terms of editing it, I saw somewhere that it takes about three hours to edit, edit every one hour that you record on a podcast and I would say that's pretty true. I would say for a typical long form episode, which will I will record about two to three hours and cut it down to whatever it happens to be, that would take me about six to eight hours to edit. But for uh, the short stories, it might take me a couple hours. And on top of that, I of course I'm running the Instagram, so prepping the pictures that I'm going to post every week, reels, stories, all of that. Uh, reading the next book, writing about the next book. I've, I've honestly never timed how long it takes me to completely do a full episode between reading the book, rereading it, taking notes, recording, and editing. It's definitely like a part-time job. <laughs> this is for sure a passion project. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> um, I got asked what my favorite book to do on the podcast was, and this is again something I've said before and hasn't changed since the fall. The Black Jersey by Jorge Peter Patterson that I recorded with 
Owen Rice. That was definitely my favorite episode. I think the story, the story was like kind of a good whodunit mystery, but then the, the storyline of the um, the Tour de France and just, it was so interesting. And Owen was so knowledgeable about cycling and the tour and hearing kind of him talk about it is just, it's, it's an amazing episode. If you have not listened to it, I highly recommend you go back and check it out. I was asked who my favorite guest was and why is it Eric? <laughs> Thank you, Eric. I don't, I, everyone's so different in how they think about a problem. I love telling people mystery stories and hearing them try and guess what's happened and hear their process and what's going on in their mind. Definitely don't have a favorite, but thank you, Eric. <laughs> I was also asked, have any of the books I've read been a struggle to finish? And I totally understand this with Agatha Christie's. I find them very slow at the beginning. They're hard to get into. I I have only ever not finished an Agatha Christie, I think once. It was not for the podcast. It was Endless Night. I do not like that book at all. I, I don't exactly know why. I just really did not like the story. I would not recommend it. I have heard similar opinions online. Um, some people like it, some people don't like it. For the most part though, even though some books might take me a little longer, once I get to the certain certain point in the book where you kind of start to hear about what's what's the solution and it gets going a little bit more, maybe like two thirds, and at that point I'm hooked. There's I'm finishing that book. Um, for the podcast though, I have not finished a Dorothy L. Sayers book before that I picked up and was not able to get through. And there have been a couple kind of more cozy mysteries, which are, they're not the same style as Agatha Christie, which is more the whodunit where you're trying to guess and it's not completely clear who it is. I feel like cozy mysteries kind of are more leading you to the answer. I've started a couple of those and not been able to finish them just because it's just not the style that I'm interested in. So that, that for the podcast, I wasn't able to get through. I got a question about my favorite tea brand slash my favorite tea. And I would have to say, um, for the most part, Earl Grey is my favorite tea, kind of from anywhere. Uh, I'm not too picky. My my favorite tea store that I go to is called Tealish, which is T-E-A-L-I-S-H. And they sell a lot of stuff online if you are interested. I think separate from Earl Grey, my kind of favorite tea that I wish I could drink all the time is from Marks and Spencer's. It's called Spice Tea. Apparently they don't make it anymore. Jesus, it's so good. It's, I don't know what it is about it. I love that tea. Uh, if anyone has any tips on where to get that, um, my, my boyfriend, Michael's sister brought it back to me for, from Ireland a few years ago. And man, it's so good. I don't have any more of it. I just have the container that I look at it and wish I had more of. I was asked if I had to pick another podcast topic, what would it be? And that's so tricky to think up like, what, what are my other passions? <laughs> I think it would be interesting to have some kind of a travel podcast, maybe talk about places, places I've gone. Uh, I think that's something I can also talk a lot about. Not that I've visited too many places, but the ones I have, you know, you just have experiences that you want to share and let people know if they're in the same place that they should visit this, this, you know, one store or arcade or something that just was fantastic. That might be fun to talk about. 
And then my last question is what got me hooked on mystery novels? So this is a fun one. I've always loved mystery stories. I started reading Nancy Drew, I don't know how long ago, maybe, oh, actually no, it would have been grade three or four because my friends and I started a secret club that I can't tell you the name of. And it revolved around Nancy Drew. I liked, I, I read Nancy Drew, I read the Hardy Boys. That was definitely the starting off point. And then just kind of spies and detectives in general. Um, there were a couple of other series that I read in elementary school that I can't remember the names of, but I remember loving, I think the Gallagher Girls was like a spy school for girls. I liked that. And then, uh, as I've already said, uh, my friend Charlotte kind of introduced me to Agatha Christie, and uh, for a while, that's that's all I read. <laughs> uh, I there were so many Agatha Christie books, it kind of felt like why read anything else? I like there's so many to get through, and it wasn't until starting this podcast that I actually branched out, and I'm so thankful I did because there's so many other amazing authors out there that I. I might never have discovered or like opened myself up to. So P.D. James is a great example. Like that's just been very recent in December and been amazing. I think I can't wait to read more of her books. Uh, Louise Penny that I read over the summer, that like it's more of a Canadian, it's, it's based in Quebec. And that's so fun to read about like my home country and things that are kind of more familiar to me. That was really neat. She's a great author. Dorothy L. Sayers has, has been a little bit of mystery for me. Some of her books I found okay, others I haven't liked. Short stories, same thing. Um, the one I just recently read I actually thought was good, so I'm just confused about her. But she's super, like, the more I look into it, she's so well-known. Um, Anthony Horowitz I really enjoyed. The Lucy Foley, The Guest List was so different. It was, like, very again, very dark, made me feel a lot of things. Also a good mystery. What else? The Inspector Singh books um, by, oh, what's her name? Oh, Shemini Flint. Those were, that was, that was good. I'm going to read more of those. I just read a Maisie Dobbs book by Jacqueline Winspear. I really liked that. It was, I don't know, it was, she just, she introduced her detective, Maisie Dobbs, and I really liked reading the whole backstory on that. Stay tuned. That might be an episode in the future. I haven't decided yet. It's been fantastic. This has been so, so, so fun to learn about all these new authors. I like, I don't know why I was just staying in my comfort zone before. And I probably still am. There's probably so many more books to read. If you saw one of my recent reels where I kind of showed all the books that I bought this year and haven't looked at, <laughs> there's so many books on my shelf that I have to get to. Um, so little time. So there must, there's going to be so much more out there. I think I'm going to pronounce this woman's name wrong. Nagayo Mersh, I think it is. She's a New Zealand author. I've been recommended to read her books and that's, it's on my radar. I'm taking it out from the library, but there's, oh my gosh, so many exciting things. So little time. So that's all for this Q&A. If you have more questions for me, I would love to try and answer them. You can email me at TuesdayNightMysteryClub at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram, which is again, Tuesday Night Mystery Club on Instagram. 
you know what? Let me know if you would like me to create a Facebook, a Twitter. I was kind of thinking about making a TikTok. I thought that could be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, let me know if you have more questions. Um, you know, maybe I'll do this again next year. We'll see. Or in the summer if I need a break. In the meantime, I have 32 episodes backlog you can listen to by searching for Tuesday Night Mystery Club anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm sure you've already found it if you're listening to this episode. Uh, you should check out my reels now on Instagram. That's been fun. What else? Uh, thank you to my Patreon supporters who are Barb McLean, Michael Barello, Debbie Kravis, Emily Shilton, and Emma Z. Uh, on Patreon, I, I have lots of different tiers <laughs> where you can get bonus content or just generally support this show. Uh, as, as I'm sure you can tell, this a lot of work goes into this podcast and there's so much more I would love to be able to do. There's... I'm, I'm looking into some different softwares that would make the editing better. Again, we've got I've gotten this mic, which is fantastic. There's more I want to be able to do on Instagram. I just, I would love to be able to put out more content, but I also have a full-time job and things take time. So it's just too bad. But thank you all so much for listening throughout this year. I had so much fun talking to all of my guests and telling them stories and hearing their answers and hearing from you guys on Instagram or the emails I've gotten, the reviews you've left on the podcast sites. It's all been so incredible. I'm so excited for 2021 to see what new authors I'm going to read, the different people I'm going to talk to, just anything and everything that's going to happen. So thank you all and I'm looking forward to what there is to come. So I'll see you back here next week for a regular scheduled Tuesday Night Mystery Club proper mystery episode. And for until then, I hope you are well and have a good week. Mm -hmm.